Hi, I'm Jill, and you've landed on the Grow Like a Mother podcast. This is a place where we lean into all things motherhood and personal growth. We talk about the good, bad, and ugly in a way that's real and relatable. Whether I'm interviewing guests or sharing my own wisdom and learnings, this is half an hour for you. Put this on in your car or on a walk, while you're doing chores, wherever it fits into your life and give yourself the gift of prioritizing yourself. You'll hear tips and tricks and tactics to help you get aligned with the version of you that doesn't just go by the name mom. You'll hear my methods of time ownership and goal achievement and learn how to master your mindset and tune into your intuition. These are the things that can create true transformation in how you navigate life and take you from feeling overwhelmed to in control. This is Motherhood Mixed with Woo. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Grow Like a Mother podcast. I am your host, Jill. I am so happy you're here, as always. You tuned in for a great week. I have Ashley Mayna here. She is a certified holistic health and transformational coach, a yoga instructor, and a vocal resonance facilitator. Ashley has synthesized her training and experience into an approachable methodology to help women reinvent themselves with ease by harnessing the power of belief repatterning work, vocal embodiment, and pleasure. Ashley's unique approach is designed to help women come into a place of inner fulfillment and confidence that is self-sourced, which I love. So welcome, Mm -hmm. Ashley, to the pod. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's so great to meet you officially. And I know this one's been a bit of a long time coming, so I'm really eager to dive in um, and learn about you and the work that you do. Can you share with us, um, give us a bit of context about sort of how you got into the work that you're doing? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. So I got into this work um, about a decade ago. So I used to work in corporate finance. That's what I went to school for and did the whole thing, lived all over the world. And I was deeply, deeply disconnected from myself. And I knew that, you know, I knew I was using work and overeating and, and overworking out and all the things as an escape. And really, I I just wasn't at a place where I could understand how to connect with myself and how to be in this relationship with myself that I wanted to be in. So I entered the holistic health and wellness space and really started that journey with holistic health coaching and then got really curious about, you know, what blocks people from actually changing and moving and becoming this version of who they want to be. And so I did the whole belief repatterning training and, and all of those things led me just down this path of more tools that I discovered along the way. And so those tools included sensual yoga training and um, most recently vocal resonance training. So really working with the voice and using the voice as a, as a tool and as a, a pathway really into your heart and your soul and being able to express yourself at that level and meet yourself and know yourself at that level. That's so cool. It seems like you've developed a really sort of um, integrated toolbox of different approaches that when they come together can give a full picture of healing and help for your clients. Um, I'm really curious to hear a little bit more about vocal resonance and what that is all about. Yeah. So vocal resonance. And if we, if we step back and really think about, you know, vocal embodiment, 
And so what is embodiment, right? Embodiment is the cultivation of the relationship between your body and your mind using the language, if you will, of sensation. And the language of sensation, when you bring that into the vocal embodiment context, you're using your voice to really express that sensation within you, right? And so vocal resonance, the method I train, trained in is really using at the most basic level, sounding and vowels and toning and really just noise, but it's, it's connected and kind of funneled or channeled from parts of your body, right? To really express what's going on in your body, in your being, in your inner landscape. And what's fascinating is that across the, the group of women who were in this training, every single one of them, myself included, it's, it's like there's this just block and this damper that we put on our voice, right? Like even just using the simple example of just trying to be loud, every one of us were it was like, you know, is anyone, is anyone listening? Is anyone going to, going to wonder, like, are we okay? Like, it's this really interesting relationship and dynamic that we as women and probably as humans have with our voice and being able to express ourselves and be loud. And what does that mean? And so that's kind of just a snippet of what vocal embodiment kind of is from a starting place. It sounds like something that is, um, maybe you not necessarily useful is not the right word um but it's um something you would do from the beginning to set yourself up for this sort of like experience rather than in like a crisis mode when you're trying to address a specific topic is that sort of an accurate way to put it like this is the foundational work yeah i you know i think um it's definitely foundational work and it's definitely something that also there needs to be a foundation of safety to to go into this work too you know I would I would say that you know like if you are in crisis I don't think you're going to be able to access maybe as much as you would be if you're really feeling as though you're held and you're really in a safe environment um so accessing the voice and expressing your voice is such a vulnerable experience Mm mm-hmm and I'm sure one that we don't necessarily think of as an experience in our everyday lives, but even mm-hmm. just hearing you talk about it, like I'm having resistance. Do you know what I mean? Like just the idea mm-hmm. of, and I talk for a living, like this is what I do. I use my voice to express ideas, but the thought of being in a container or community of women who are there to do it together, to support each other, that seems all at once, like terrifying and supportive Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a community for a reason is, do you ever do one-on-one? Like, what's that about? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I will do one-on-one for sure. That's the way I'm working at this moment. Um, doing the training though, I will say in a group context was incredibly powerful. And I, I was able to experience, you know, the beauty of doing something in a group container at that level, because what happens is, when you are sharing your voice and when you're actually witnessed in that, there is such a beautiful experience that happens. Like you do feel so seen at such a vulnerable and just 
deep place. You know, like it's like you're really seeing someone's soul. And I know that sounds kind of woo woo, but having this experience, it's like you just have this deep connection right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and I think, I don't know if, if you listen to Zach Bush at all, do you know of, of his podcast? No. So he, he used to be a triple board certified doctor and had this whole career and he's since left that, but he talk, he, he's on a lot of different podcasts, but he talks a lot about, um, kind of people at the end of their life. He, he did some hospice work and he talks about one night in, in the hospital, he, um, resuscitated three people and every single person had this experience of, deeply deeply accepting themselves kind of at this in this um portal right and um he talks about that when we are witness there is there is like this beautiful changing of the cells like he talks about it at an at a cellular level what happens when cells are witnessed and then when you think about that when you're singing and there's vibrations and you're being witnessed by another it's a really powerful experience to be witnessed at that level mm-hmm. with, with sharing from a, a place of your heart, of your soul, through song, through words, through melodies, rhythms, all of that. I feel like as moms, we really need that because mm-hmm. we're so often just drowned out by all of the noise around us. We're always responsive rather than having the opportunity to be like initiatory in the communication, especially mm-hmm. when we're with our kiddos. Um, so what a beautiful opportunity that is. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It really allows you to just drop in and quiet the noise. And I think when I look at the arc that I've traveled so far in my healing journey, a lot of the tools that I get, I have gathered have been tools that allow me to quiet the noise and allow me to drop really deeply into myself and my center. And using vocal work is a phenomenal way to do that, to drop deeply into yourself and to be able to then share from that place. Yeah. I also want to talk a little bit about the, um, sort of the changing of limiting beliefs work Mm -hmm. that you do, um, because that's something that I'm really um, interested in learning about for my own self right now. There's so many different ways that we can work on our subconscious mind and like rewriting stories. And I'm curious, what does that look like in the work that you do in your practice? Yeah. As far as kind of the approach I take or kind of the output or. Yeah, I guess maybe the approach, like how does that, what does that look like for you? Yeah. So I trained um, a long time ago in the transformational coaching method, and there's bits of NLP work, there's bits of parts work, um, IFS, internal family systems, timeline work, and it's kind of this melting pot of all these different modalities, but the the crux of it is basically we're, we're bringing you down this rabbit hole of when the belief was formed when it was created. And when that belief was formed and created, there was a meaning attached to it. And there was feelings and sensations and thoughts that are all kind of packaged together. And so we can use timeline work, or we can use different sequences to bring you to that place. And to basically create an offer a new meaning. And as that new meaning is created from you, this is all from you. Um, 
that belief can usually kind of loosen and the grip that it holds can loosen and you can start to see that there's other meaning and then there's other kind of ways that that can morph into something else. And so when you're working at that level, you're working at the level of belief, behavior, and identity. And so you're ba you're basically starting to step into a new identity and then therefore new habits become very easy and new beliefs can become more natural. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. Um, I'm in talk therapy for the first time in a long time. And my therapist today mentioned something, a technique that sounds like not as in-depth as what you're doing, of course, but it was a, the idea that as adults, we can look back at an experience, let's say when a belief was formed, when we had that experience, if we can pinpoint it on our own, which probably not, we need someone like you to help no. us with that. Yeah. Um, but if we get to that point and we look at an experience from our point of view now with all of the um, context that we've developed over the years, it's so different um, to be able to give ourselves that, well, what does that mean to us now versus what did it mean at the time? Um, mm -hmm. So I love that type of um, duality, I guess, where you're able to take your clients back to when the belief was formed, what they're experiencing then, and then offer an, an alternative um, mm -hmm. or have them offer the alternative. That's the mm -hmm. best thing about coaching, I think, eh? is that it's like the client does it themselves, but we're there mm -hmm. to like assist and guide and witness and mentor, but they're doing the work and we get to see yeah. that. It's so cool. Yeah, it is. It's so cool. And, and coaching is such a great um, space for the client to really do the, the own work, right? Like we're just completely just guiding them. And with coaching, I think there, there's so many great modalities that are kind of mashed in there that there's visualization, there's resourcing and, and kind of borrowing resources, right? Like, just like you said, your future self versus your past self. It's like, we can even resource and, you know, take on what was someone else be believing about that and you can kind of like take on you know it's like there's so much um expansiveness that i think coaching provides yeah yeah it's so so interesting this space that's it's like a it still feels new you know like mm -hmm. i feel like unless you're in it the general world is just sort of dipping their toes in this idea of coaching and whether they're willing to invest in themselves and create transformation in their lives. And yeah. it's such a pivotal time right now, which is why I love talking to coaches like you that have yeah. experience that have, um, you know, that can show the success and transformation that's really possible when people make that decision to, to take control of their lives, basically. Yeah. And that decision really the, the crux of that, de that decision is, do I trust myself enough to take control of my life? You know, like I see that so much as the biggest block is that the client doesn't yet trust themselves fully to step into that next, you know, where the next precipice of where they are going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If there's someone listening that this is really landing with, um, who's wondering if they'd be like the right type of person to sign up with a coach like you, what advice do you have to sort of figure out um, for the listener? Like, can this be useful for me? Am I in a space where this is possible even? What would you say? Yeah, I would say, you know, if you're in acute crisis or if you're in, you know, a place that that needs clinical support, I think making sure that that is, um, is that, 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 that support is there for you. Um, and you can sometimes layer on coaching. 
or maybe doing some of that work and really getting to a place where, okay, now you want to really expand and grow. And, you know, there's still so much healing that can happen with vocal embodiment, with belief repatterning work um, that complements what some clinical work can really do. Right. But, um, and I think ultimately, honestly, it's, it's, there's so much trust in the client that you're only going to allow what you are able to hold, you know, that is a really, really strong belief of mine that you're not going to, you're not going to access or have the ability to access things that you're not ready for yet. So I think ultimately the client really is always in the driver's seat and it's always, you're always going to get what you are ready for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe that too. And I see that all the time. Yeah. I love that. Um, what would be last question before, um, I get you to share with us where our listeners can learn more and find you, but, um, what would be, if you had to give one tip or piece of advice, uh, for the audience listening, if anything's on your heart to share, um, what would you say to the listeners? Yeah, I, I would say, you know, in the realm of expansion, there's this really fun exercise you can do around just expanding your capacity for pleasure. And when I say pleasure, I really just mean enjoyment, you know, like enjoying the sun beating down on your skin and warming your skin, enjoying, really just enjoying the present moment. And so by letting yourself expand your capacity for pleasure means, let's say you're out in the sun, using that example, letting the sun warm your face and you feel almost done, like letting yourself stay there for 10 more seconds or 20 more seconds and just starting to expand and titrate up your capacity to let the good in, to let the enjoyment in, right? Because so often we are, A, not even noticing that we're enjoying something or that something is feeling good and we're not even allowing it. And so if we find ourselves in a place of we're allowing it, letting ourselves allow it for just 1% longer. And so that is a way to start expanding your capacity for feeling good, which is ultimately, I think, where we want to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that piece of advice was for me today. I really, that landed, (laughs) (laughs) that feels so good. So thank you for sharing. Um, If there are uh, listeners who want to follow you, like I want to on social media and learn more from you, how can they get in touch and where are you hanging out online? Yeah. So I am, I am on Instagram at Ashley Mena coaching. Um, and I am on the website, just my name, Ashley Mena.com. And I am not the greatest that's showing up on social, but I really am making an effort. So I will be there. So the <laughs> website always, is the key. Yeah. The website is there, but you know, I'm accessible on Instagram. If you want to message me and say, hi, drop me a chat. Um, and yeah, you know, I work with clients one-on-one, I take on a small number of clients and yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're listening and you love the episode, tag Ashley and I, and let us know that you listened and that you loved it. We love to hear your feedback. Um, so again, thank you so much for being here. It's been a real pleasure chatting. Yeah. I had a great time. Thank you. My pleasure.
I want to thank you so much for tuning into the Grow Like a Mother podcast this week. You can find more great tips, motivation, inspiration, and community on Instagram and Facebook at Grow Like a Mother on both platforms. And if you enjoyed today's show and wish that you had found it sooner, I invite you to leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. Doing so really helps promote the show to other moms just like you who want to grow and level up in their lives. And if you want to stay connected by email, I invite you to sign up for the email list by visiting the website, which is www.livingwithheart.ca, or diving into the free five-part video series that I recorded just for you. You can find all of the links and the details in the show notes. Until next week, keep on growing like a mother.